Oh, you have nice lighting, Andrew. Well, oh, you both look amazing. Like, what cameras are you using? I'm uh, using an A7 III. <laughs> damn. Using a Fuji X-T4. Nice. Actually, my lighting's not really ideal. I normally have this thing on, but it's low on battery. This thing normally goes right here. Mine is, I have a softbox with another softbox, and then I have blinds. <laughs> <laughs> got two monitors. <laughs> the monitors are providing the lighting. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we are live with Alex Rawson. How's it going, everyone? Hey. Good, good to see everybody in the chat. Everybody see uh, Marcello there. <laughs> Taryn's there. Oh, we got um, we got Taylor in the background and Ollie over here. So this is basically the entire company, other than one guy who's not here today. Very Wait, awesome. So, so uh, the company is four people, three people? <laughs> basically, yes. Wow, That's cool. <laughs> hi, 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 Rosin Company. That's Taylor. <laughs> Taylor's been uh, Taylor's been with me since Odyssey and uh, since high school. Basically, we've been best friends. Ollie's a, a newcomer, but kicks ass. I don't know if you can see him, but I'm gonna make you see him. What's up, Ollie? Hey. <laughs> I'll see he's got the real lighting going on. Yeah. Look at him. He's a, he's like a little more. Like, right. <laughs> uh do you guys all wear rad zeros while you're working? Is that uh yeah. No. No. <laughs> Usually ear protection is what oh, we wear. Okay. Uh yeah, we have to wear a lot of ear protection, face protection, you know. Making the, right. these these beautiful things. Thank you. Oh, goodness. Sorry about that. Let me shut off my phone. Oh, yeah. Good All right. call. Make sure. <laughs> well, hi. Hi, everybody. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Are there uh, people actually watching on the tube? On the oh, tubes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Martin's so even from everybody. Germany. Really? Yeah, we got a bunch of international folks, too. Oh, well, it's not too late. That's awesome. Well, hi, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Hopefully, I'm not boring. Uh, that's <laughs> not the case. Uh, I don't think that's a worry. <laughs> um yeah, so uh, might as well launch in with some some questions for you. But uh, I just want to ask, you know, um, your your background is in you know music recording. You have actually I, there's a story that I heard uh, about the Village Recording Studio. Is that is that correct? That, that is uh, correct. Yeah, um, I've been uh, my my uncle actually owns the place. Um, it's a pretty legendary studio uh, in Los Angeles here, and one of the iconic last standing studios um with a lot of history yeah. uh so i've been fortunate enough to grow up in the building you know i think he started he started to, he took it over as ceo and i believe uh, early 90s um really revived it it was in, it was in disrepair and um he was managing the greek theater at the time and then uh, oh, took, wow. that, took that gig cool. yeah he's been a just uh i don't think uh uh, I owe a lot to him is what I'm trying to say. And he says otherwise, but um, he's been really supportive of me and, and allowed me to, to play in his studio and, and get to know a lot of amazing people there. So uh, it, it definitely had a huge influence of uh, growing up and kind of my path in life, I guess you could say. And uh, I imagine giving you a, uh, a good, uh, you know, baseline for, you know, what, what music's supposed to sound like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, Yes, absolutely. I mean, I, I remember when I was about, I don't know, 12 or 13 going and uh, like Rick Rubin had just left. So I would get to go and just sit down at the board and just kind of drool. So I re uh, really fond memories <laughs> up to this day. I mean, the place is still amazing. I still go there. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I know I owe a lot of, uh, I think any of my ventures owe a lot of uh, 
a lot of credit to my uncle who has helped me tremendously. Cool. That's uh, very lucky. Would have been, yeah, a wild way to grow up. <laughs> um, yeah, growing up in LA is just kind of a wild way to grow up sometimes. Oh, I, I, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, with before you did, you know, the Rad Zero, and you were also, you know, with Odyssey, and um, yeah, I guess just, I wanted to ask, like, what's sort of the the story behind, you know, moving from Odyssey to, you know. The development of the Rad Zero and you know, what made you, what was sort of the inspiration behind, you know, setting forth on your own <laughs> and uh, you know, developing this, this, this headphone? Goodness. Well, um, so I started Odyssey. I was CEO of Odyssey up until 2015 um, and kind of, Odyssey was kind of a perfect storm uh, of a group of guys who got together and managed to create something really special. And a lot of that had to do with the material science and just each one of us had a, a certain branch that we specialized in. Um, I've got pretty decent ears, I guess you could say, because before Odyssey, I was working as a mastering engineer and I've been in studios my whole life. So I've, my ears are kind of trained a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. uh, I'll try not to jump around all over the place, but uh, right out of high school, <laughs> uh, I got a job uh, recording Disney cartoons. Oh, and I think, I think sitting there next to the director and the engineer at the console uh, for like 10 hours a day, listening to people talk, you hear all the little- <laughs> Little snaps, pops, and yeah. And our job was to edit that stuff out. <laughs> so um, it really taught me how to listen to like nasal passages, lip smacks, all that stuff, and it, it, it kind of screwed me up. So that trained my ear really at a young age. Um, it made me appreciate the recording process and kind of capturing what you could uh, and cleaning it up. So back to what I'm saying, um, I, had I have decent ears. Um, and I think the stuff that I like, uh, hopefully people like as well. Um, mm -hmm. So Odyssey started, um, the four of us, uh, Drag, Pete, Shankar, and I, and we each had our kind of skill set and brought it to the table and every weekend we would meet and just try and develop um try and develop speakers which then turned into headphones mm -hmm. and uh a lot of the credit to the driver and transducer development should go to drag colic uh aka dr c he's uh, right. to me one of the best transducer designers in the world um and uh, a lot of the material science would uh would then be credited to pete um one of the co-founders as well so i think between all that and between the uh, ambition uh, between Shankar and I trying to push something forward, it, it was kind of a perfect storm. And we did this uh, on all of our free time. Um, I remember waking up at six to have to go ship boxes or answer support emails and then go start my day at Technicolor and work, you know, 10 to 12 hours there, take my lunch break, go ship boxes. Um, then after work, go and just try and build this company. Mm -hmm. um, so we start off with speakers, uh, realized that wasn't going to work out very well, bought a uh, off-the-shelf $30 Natty headphone and replaced the drivers, and that was the LCD-1. Um, so we did that to about 26 to 30 units and showed those at CanJam, and, you know, there was a line at the table, and it was just, okay, well, we figured out what we're going to do with this, with this, <laughs> with, because basically we'd... The material science had, had advanced just right then to where we could actually get the transducer film thin enough to where it's, you know, it sounded amazing and it, it performed 
beautifully. So, but planars weren't as big then as they are now. It was like no, a more emergent thing. And, yeah. Yep. So that's what I'm saying. I think uh, the advancements in material science actually have pushed planar, and I think we're about to see another advancement in some material sciences, which is really cool and exciting. Um, so uh, that said, um, where was I? Uh, material science and I put the LCD one on for the first time and I, it was just like, all right, well, this is it. This is amazing. Uh, we still have a lot of work to do, but every weekend we'd get together and uh, a few years into it, um, you know, we had a, we had a factory at that point and Shankar and I were still uh, moonlighting. Uh, so we still had our day jobs and we were actually doing product development uh, kind of in the digital cinema realm uh, together and developing really cool stuff there. So, oh, excuse me. So a few years into that, then I, uh, I met uh, Craig Kelman from Warner Music Group or Atlantic Records, and they decided they were interested in helping us, helping fund us. And we formed a strategic, strategic partnership was, which, allowed, uh, which allowed me to quit my day job and uh, go full-time with Odyssey. Nice. Um, so did that for a while. Um, things were going great, and I just after that I felt that it was uh, it was time for something new. I think I just got, you know, I wanted a new challenge, and so um, Shankar took over, and I stepped down, and a new challenge presented itself. Um, uh, let's see. Right out of Odyssey, I ended up doing the manufacturing run for the Cavalli Carbon Amp. Um, the first that first limited run of 500 units, and while I was doing that, I got hit up by uh, this guy named Tom Cartsotis, who's an amazing, um, you know, entrepreneur who started Fossil Watches, and he had recently started a company called Shinola out of Detroit. Oh yeah, <laughs> and asked me to head up his audio division there and develop a bunch of products for them. So did that. I, I bought a house in Detroit and set up a factory in Detroit. Uh, kept. I set up an R&D facility in Los Angeles because they still had some of my team out here and I could easily recruit them to kind of get some traction going with the product development because they had quite a roadmap um, that they wanted to accomplish in a short amount of time. So did that. <clears throat> and um, we kind of met some of our goals and I decided oh, I kind of want to just go at it alone. So. It looked like Shinola was going to kind of uh, take another direction or, or kind of scale down its its efforts in the audio uh, division, which made sense. And so I ended up uh, acquiring the lab that I built for them in Los Angeles, and that's where we work out of today. Wow. So, so that's... that's a quick, quick version of it. On the <laughs> right. side, on the side um, music has been kind of the guiding force behind everything I do. Um, my wife is a DJ. I've been DJing since I was 12. I've been playing the drums since I was about 11. I played professionally for a long time and I still do play. Um, I play gigs, uh, but uh, it's kind of been, without that, I wouldn't be doing this. Uh, there would be no reason for me to. So we have, right. uh, I have two record labels with my wife and we help a lot of really young artists uh, get noticed in the scene. And this is mostly uh, electronic music. Mm -hmm. Um, it's called Play Me Records, and it's been going about. I started that record label the same time I started Odyssey, so about 2008. It's a lot of projects at the same time. 
it was it, at one point it was probably not to the healthiest but uh, <laughs> right we're still barely here so we're good yeah Super so awesome. yeah so my goal with uh with rawson was really to have a very lean operation where i can get to know our customers i can actually serve the customers personally and try and create something special that um you know that has a has a sonic signature that i've i like like that mm-hmm. basically the three of us here we agree that like this sounds very pleasant to us and it's well-rounded and you know it it's within the confines or the restrictions of the physical dimensions of what we have right now so right i think we i think we hit something there's some some kind of weird spot that i think we hit with the drivers that we made so pretty uh, stoked on it yeah yeah um i, I want to get to that stuff but but before getting there with you know the rad zero development and you know starting out on your on your own oh do we oh hey <laughs> uh, I got uh, it looks like creeper right here. <laughs> uh, he, he should slowly slide forward throughout the video until he's yeah. just right behind you. <laughs> uh, that's amazing. Um, <laughs> you should probably scoot it. <laughs> yeah, bitch, yeah, like towards the end, it should just be all yeah. three of you just huddled, like, yeah. Well, no, I'm like, <laughs> We'll stop playing around. Um, it's fun. I, I wanted to ask about the uh, inspiration behind the like um, aesthetic design, and you know, moving to you know what you guys are doing now from Odyssey was the idea to have sort of like a you know custom and like you know every every unit is unique. Uh, was that already in you know part of the beginning of it, or was this something that you just came across, or what was yeah sort of the inspiration for for doing that? Um. Well, since, I mean, even at Odyssey, I wanted to do custom units and, and one-offs. And I did a few of them for certain clientele, but uh, it I've always wanted a custom shop where I could actually just provide a customer what they want, you know, to the extent that we can offer it. So um, a lot of weird just luck happens when you're developing certain things. And it's similar to, similar to the wood for the Odysseys, mm-hmm. right? That was, I mean, we didn't really have a budget and I don't have a budget now to go pay for tooling, right? And the the cost, the upfront cost that's involved with that. So you take a material like wood that you can just carve, makes it a lot easier to prototype. And luckily, um, there's some beautiful woods out there and that that makes it very unique in its, in its own right. Mm-hmm. So um, it's a similar story here, but with a lot more control and something that I could actually do in-house. Um, so I've always been into kind of, you know, like micarta and stabilized woods and pen blanks, I guess you could say. So it stemmed from that, really. Right. It stemmed from being able to have some form of creativity in something that can be very just tedious building headphones, right? Same parts, you get, you know, a tray of parts and right. always the same thing. So this kind of makes it so it's one pleasurable and exciting because every time we make something cool it's it it feels good and it makes customers happy um and it just gives us flexibility really so there's like two two parts to that one is that it allows the customizability for the the customer um you know but then also it's it's way more fun to do you know to make yeah and i you know i i put a lot of money into the driver so i really didn't have everything you see on the headphone 
cost money, right? Yeah, yeah. It's not nothing is cheap when it comes to product development. Um, luckily, I've I've formed some really nice relationships with my vendors, and they're able to do uh, low MOQs, right? So mm-hmm. um, I got very lucky with that, um, and you know, uh, try and take care of each other. But um, it really is the confines of budget, and also on top of that, that's what I mean by the luck is that luckily the medium that we chose, which is not a new medium, you know, in years I've been doing this for a long time, um, is something that uh, it personally, I guess, uh, fulfilling. Right. I think right. they're fantastic. <laughs> yes, I, and I know it's not for everybody, but and, and we, we are planning on doing other materials, uh, but I think this one was just a good start to get some some eyes, I guess you could say. Um, uh, other materials as in like for the, um, the, for yeah. the, the, Yep. I don't know what to call this part. I, resin. I call them. I call them rings. Rings, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Is that Terrence? Yeah, that's. Yeah, this is Terrence special. <laughs> so yeah, he came here and made that. That was very cool. And that was another thing. It was that I can invite people to my lab to come and do this with me, so they can pour their own. They can. Uh, yeah. They could even come back once it's sanded and polished to uh, do the final assembly if they were into that. So. Yeah, it's kind of try hoping you know other hoping to have a lot more visitors, but uh, with the whole COVID thing, it's kind of, of course it's yeah. not easy to get in here. Um, for for the uh, like the the rings, um, what what exactly is the material that it, that makes up this? It comes from Michigan. Uh, it is called alumalite. Alumalite, okay. Alumalite clear. It's uh, it's it's some of the good stuff. I got, I haven't found better stuff, at least uh, domestically, than that. Right, and it's and sort of like a, a resin kind of thing. Yeah, it's epoxy resin, a very yeah. fast one. So each one of those, uh, basically, once I mix them, you get about six minutes until you have to. It's it's a very quick process. <laughs> yeah. So you have to like know what you're doing. You have to have everything ready. It is. Dude, I start sweating sometimes because I'm just like shit. My ADHD no. would be a bad thing for this. I'm feeling. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, it's actually a good thing. <laughs> I don't get too bored with all the colors. Right? That's a good oh, point. That's yeah. <laughs> right? I think I, I think I probably do have ADD, ADD. So it's like, all right, cool. Well, it's always exciting. Anywho, um, one of the things with this this type of epoxy resin, it's very fast curing, and you got to get into a, a pressure pot or a vacuum pot before um, the bubbles occur. Um, and that's you'll see. Sometimes we'll put uh, units on our site that are B stock because they have just m- tiny right. little dots that are to me imperfections mm-hmm. um and that'll really ruin the day because you get through you know cutting them seeing seeing the rings out then sanding and polishing and you're like oh man it's got some bubbles so um so, real, real quick um sorry to interrupt uh alex no, otis is actually in the chat right now and i see oh, you you playing with something <laughs> tease sorry just a real quick tease <laughs> Can you see it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see if you can see this. Oh, so nice. No, uh, you can't really see it, but uh. So for for those unaware, uh, Alex and Alex Sotos have are, are collaborating on uh, a design, a custom design, um, aesthetic, and uh, he's got the rings ready to rock <laughs> yeah they, they were just they, i think he was just saying he just finished um the, the rings I literally this morning so I, 
Uh, there's been a little bit of a delay, so here, check this. Oh yes. Oh yeah, that's that's nice. That transition right there. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the first time Alex is actually seeing this, and don't uh, you know? I'll, I I would usually you know either FaceTime with the customer or take decent pictures so we could move on from this point. So I'm not sure if Alex is going to like this. I can show you what he sent me, which, like I said earlier, was. More than most people do, which is amazing. And me, uh... something to keep in mind too is is these things are don't they don't <laughs> in person they are exponentially brighter and more beautiful. In per- it's, it's really hard to explain. Like trying to capture these in pictures is really hard because <laughs> they're just they, they're so beautiful in person. <laughs> it really is. So this is what Alex sent to me. Thank you, Alex. By the way, this is the best uh, custom sheet I've ever gotten. Um, and then let's see if I can show you what what we got. So it looks like we got the wood down, right? So the placement of the wood. So I'll put this into a mold and first got to cut the wood and then put it in mold. Um, it's a flat mold. I could probably show you guys, but it might be boring for some. Um, anyways, so let's take a look and see because it's the first time I'm actually seeing this as well. I mean, uh, this is something that uh, I imagine would be fascinating to watch, you know, in real time as it gets developed. <laughs> See, like I'm, I'm sitting here just like, and he said that I was like, wow, like I, I'm just totally mesmerized. I wasn't even thinking of like talking. I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> so. Interesting with the addition of the wood as well. Yeah. Yeah, we can put whatever you is want that, in there. Um, as long uh, as it Bacot? doesn't have moisture. Is it like well, that's a... what I noticed with this one that, I, that I'm that i wearing right now. This has oh, gold flakes so in it. So beautiful. Yeah, yeah, that one's pretty cool. Pretty awesome. That's, that's the first one I've done with those flakes in it. That yeah. actually came out correct. You have no idea. I have bins <laughs> and bins of these things um, that are scrap because either, you know, one tiny piece of the cut is off or, you know, the CNC was misaligned or something. Uh, mm-hmm. But hundreds and hundreds that I've had a lot of practice that's gone into this. Yeah. Um, so these cool. are cool. This is I will uh, once I take some pictures, I'll share them with you guys as well. But we'll probably end up doing another round of this just because I think I can get it closer to what he wanted. But that's really up to him. Oh, yeah, those are really pretty. Beautiful. Thanks. They're pretty. Uh, these actually aren't bad so yeah done a lot of custom ones let me go back out of here sorry one sec yeah so it's a lot of custom collaborations uh custom units for clients i can show you guys some um, (laughs) here if you'd like yeah let's go and then uh, yeah sorry go ahead i I wanted to there's a question i want to have once you go through the the customs and stuff i want to see those for sure (laughs) i don't want to disrupt that Um, all right, let me share my screen. Let's see. So I'm just sharing my Lightroom uh, custom units. Um, some of these That's are. Smoke. <laughs> oh yeah, that is smoke. We we really really digging. Oops, sorry. Let me slow down. Uh, I'll start from the beginning of them. So some of these are actually um, units that uh, either artists have come in to make. Um, meaning like music artists uh, come here quite often to, to build some headphones. These are all 
these are artist headphones. This is a customer from Michigan who's amazing. Um, yeah, uh, it, what's cool is the people that do end up finding these and getting these, just they love them. I mean, that's what is keeping me going lately is, is the feedback that we get from the customers, really. Because um, I don't advertise. I, I, you know, it's really, you'd have to know who we are to find us and mm -hmm. be interested. And so the ones that do find us from, I guess, word of mouth or forums or you guys or whoever it is, um, end up being really good customers. And, and I've had some repeat customers from, you know, names I recognize from the early days of Odyssey as well. So it's been really cool to see that as well. I noticed there's, for a lot of these designs, there's a lot of really, you know, intricate color combinations and things like that. Do you ever have people who are just like, I, I want just like a black one? Absolutely. <laughs> like, yeah. That's awesome. And, and they're very cool. I love yeah. the, I love the toned down ones. Um, yeah. Yes, absolutely. And we can make those and eventually we will make, you know, solid. Colors. Oh yeah. I love that white and black. Like oh, that's, yeah, that, that speaks to me. That one oh. was really pretty. Yeah. <laughs> that yes. Yeah. It's gorgeous. That one I made for actually Zeppelin out of, uh, you guys. That's where know? I saw it. Yes. Zeppelin. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yes. That's where I saw it. Yeah. Those guys are great. I like talking about those They're guys. wonderful. Yeah. They're wonderful. Um, this one's cool. That one too. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. That one I saw there was they're sharing it in one of the places <laughs> I chat and that's like, they're like, what, how did that happen? <laughs> they're trying to so figure that out. Hap <laughs> that happened with a customer who bought these, um, and then ended up selling them. And then the person, the person gave them to an airbrushing artist who then just basically painted the grill and okay. it came out amazing. Yeah. yeah. I was like, how did he do that? That's it's, it's it's like, amazing. <laughs> yeah. Really yeah. cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. What else we got? What else is cool? There's a white background. Um, this one is. I'm, oh I, yeah. I showed, showed you guys seen, yeah, that one's so beautiful. Stuff. This one came from uh, a gentleman who great story who hit, too. Who hit us up and and this guy's become like one of my best customers ever. Um, he hit us up and he said, you know, he, he had just his father had just passed away. His father was a World War II uh, bomber pilot. Um, and so uh, he said he would like them red, white, and blue, maybe some gold. And we offered what we what else we could do. And it ended up turning out like this. So we, we ended up uh, taking it a bit further, made a custom cable for him. Um, there's kind of a story within the rings, but we won't go there. Uh, the type of plane his father flew on was B-24 and it was That's called cool. True Love. That's awesome. And... Uh, he definitely named it the Liberator, um, mm -hmm. and the packaging itself is just. I mean, here, yeah, that's beautiful. These are. This one is very cool. That's fantastic. Um, and so, he, he was so he was so taken back that uh, you know he he immediately ordered two more. Cool. <laughs> Not of this, but of custom ones. Right. You know, one, one for his friend, and then another one for himself. I mean, we've, I, I think we've spoken about this before in the Alex Soto stream, but I wanted to ask, you know, again, um, you know, how you see this, um, we, we see like the whole personalized audio, but also now personalized looking stuff and, you know, the ability to, for somebody to just say, Hey, I have this vision for how I want something to look, you know, can you, can you make it for me? Right. Um, it's it's just it's so fascinating to me that it goes beyond just a thing that makes sound mm -hmm. it's now a much more you know yeah interpersonal and like unique 
uh, experience when you have your own thing that nobody else has. I mean, this is something that I um, personally love it. That's something that's my yeah, yeah, yeah. We've talked to Tyler about this a lot, right? I mean, this is the same thing with you know a lot of the the you know, ZMF headphones and mm-hmm. things like that, where like every single one of them is different in some way, and in, in you know Odyssey as well with some of the you know grains in the wood and stuff like that. Um, and now you know we're seeing more and more of this, and yeah. What's what's just your take on sort of like personal personal audio in, in not just a you know sound way, but also personal audio in a sense of like everything about it is is unique. Yeah, I mean, uh, who doesn't like something that's <laughs> exactly custom, custom made, um, yeah. and who wouldn't like to be part of the process? I guess you could say, whatever it is. I mean, you look at all the luxury car companies. You look at you know some certain watch companies. I mean, every people love custom made stuff or to be a part of the process. And I think that's really what kind of been a motivation for this, this business model right now. Uh, you know, we'll see what happens with it. Um, I will always do it as long as I can and continue to do this as long as I can. But um, there's something fulfilling for me as well as mm-hmm. being providers to be able to work with something and make something special that they feel excited to actually use when they get home. And it's not just a, it's not just something that goes on the shelf. Right. And they sit and they have a, you know, it ends up being somewhat of a personal connection once they start listening. Well, that's, that's what I was going to say with, with headphones specifically, there's an excitement about this is my special pair of headphones that brings me into my experience, you know, of my music and, you know, all of that um, is all sort of, you know, wrapped in into one there. Um, Absolutely. Really, really cool. It's personal audio. Yeah. Um. Uh, the, I wanted to get into some of the technical uh, questions as well, um, as we as we look at these gorgeous. Uh, <laughs> I like this one because it's got a different, uh, like one side is different from the other. Yeah, this one was uh, cool. This one is called Trumpet. Um, amazing guy out of New York City, and he wanted something that was inspired by Basquiat. Yeah, he shared it on the forum. Uh, the, the, oh, he did. The, yeah, we oh, have pictures oh. of it on the forum. He's great. Yeah, like really a, cool. Such a pleasure, and these guys are so nice to work with. Uh, you know, it's just, it's cool to get to know some of the customers really well. Yeah. It's super awesome. I love the community factor too. Like that's such a, then it's, you can all combine and uh, combine. You can all come together around the, you know, you'll have unique <laughs> things, but you can, uh, you know, say Voltron, sorry, but, uh, <laughs> um, but you can come together and like, you know, everyone can appreciate the, the, the beauty of their headphones while at the same time appreciating the, the, the music that, that enjoyment that they get from them as well, which kind of speaks to the other part is like, uh, I want to ask what what because you're a musician, you do mastering, mm-hmm. um, or you've done mastering, you do mastering. Uh, long history there with with music. Like, what's your inspiration there? Like, what would be like? How would that feed into this? Like, uh, maybe waxing a little poetic a little bit, right? Like how like because at the end of the day, it's all about the music for for a lot of us, most of us. I mean, some some people like just the collection of gear, but I mean, I think majority of people in in headphones or audio, it's all about the music, right? It's all about. So, um, kind of wanted to talk about that. Like, what's some of the the genres that you really like? Um, what are some of your favorite uh, uh, like current bands that you like to listen to, or like, you know, maybe some of that stuff, and dive into that a little bit. Oh boy, that's a that's a, a tough big, one. It's it's question. all over the place. Sorry, yeah, to sorry. be honest, it is all over the place. I'm a drum and bass head. Mm-hmm. Uh, from day one, the first time I heard a breakbeat, I was hooked on that. So, um, and I think that has a lot to do with the success of you know 
some of the companies that I've been with is just having that connection to some of the most technically um, advanced producers. And I think a lot of them, at least from my opinion, uh, create stuff like drum and bass. Um, it's not for everybody, but I think some of the techniques used in, in the production are very advanced and, and they, they do look for, you know, their gear, uh, you know, electronic music production. Uh, most of the people that do it are gearheads and they're very into it. And I think that has a lot to do with it. Um, but for me, what, what am I listening to? Uh, I listened to, gosh, let me, let me see. Cause I'm, I'm having a blank. Um, if you don't mind, oh, you're fine. Uh, be kind of accurate. <laughs> um, I listen to everything though. I'll listen mm -hmm. to, I'll listen to classical music to, I don't know, even Ollie here is a younger guy. He, he's got me listening to wave. It's what all the kids are listening to these days. Wait, sine waves? Wave. <laughs> nope. Just wave. Just wave. Okay. My, uh, my You're welcome, by the way. Like You're welcome. Screamo rap or something like that lately. Like my nephew and he's 18 year old like, kid. Like Ghost Main? Like, yeah. Maybe yes. Screamo? Yes. Ghost Main. Yeah. Screamo rap? Yeah. Like Screamo. Yeah. Or it's, and, I mean, I'm like, okay, cool. I mean, I, that, I'm the same way. Like, if, if I like a track, I don't care what the genre is. I like the track. I like the beat. I like yeah. the sound. I like, you know. I 100% agree. Uh, you know, oh, God, people like Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd. Uh, oh, yeah. That's th my those things are kind of what it, I grew up playing uh, drums to that stuff and and really, really got into the drums. I mean, I, that's what I did for a long time. And I, I don't know, man. Uh, how does it tie into this? Well, we all like, I mean, I like monitoring stuff. <laughs> but it, it, I don't know. It's all the same to me now. It's all kind of a blur. But I know that if I wasn't into music, I wouldn't be into this. <laughs> right. Yeah. I know that's it's, a simple answer. <laughs> it's, it's funny. You, you mentioned, you know, you grew up playing the drums and stuff, but yeah. I, I really imagine that that influences your, as you mentioned earlier, you know, your your ear for things and how things are supposed to sound, especially, you know, percussive instruments and things like that. Absolutely. Um, and, yeah. and to the point of back to my point of doing recording those voiceovers for so many years, oh, right. Yeah. yeah. That, that really taught me a lot about listening. I mean, that, that's where I really learned how to pay attention. Yeah. Did it ever get to a point where like you, you couldn't unhear that stuff? Like when yeah, I, I can't unhear it still. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, even when I talk right now, I can hear it in my voice. I'm like, God, you sound, <laughs> you sound like a mess. Uh, um, oh, so yeah, let me let me see. I'm trying to get my old Spotify to work here, but shit never starts right. Um, who am I listening to right now? I have been listening to a lot of <laughs> really heavy bass music, uh, but not not aggressive. So let's see, what do we got? Thook. I really like this guy lately. T H O O K. If you like bass, just simple, simple bass music. I love Thook. Um, let's see what else we got. Uh, Alex Perez always. Um, he's amazing. Noisia, um, DLR, Break. Break is one of the best producers uh, I think out there. Eprom. Um, Noisia, Marley, of course. Noisia is that's like pretty intense, like electronic. Yeah, some yeah. of their stuff. Yes, absolutely. I remember listening to um, them long, long. Definitely, time. definitely intense. Uh, that's some big room music, but the, the three of them individually are amazing producers. Yeah. Um, what else am I listening to? Gosh, a lot of the stuff. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Um, 
I think you just saw what was in my most listened to recently, but yeah. A lot of drum and bass, a lot of that or like really mellow guitars, you know, slide guitar or classical. Ooh, slide guitar is fantastic. Yeah, if you want a great album for that uh, or even just a person to look at is Rocco De Luca. Ooh, I think I know that yeah. name. He's amazing. He's he's a friend and he's absolutely incredible. I see a question here actually from the chat, uh, which yeah. we will get into more of later. But uh, most EDM listeners it says most EDM <laughs> listeners enjoy V-shaped headphones. Uh, are the Rad Zero V-shaped? It's a question about about the tuning, I think. Um, V-shape as far as the big bass and treble. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. They're not V-shaped. Mm, uh, well, I wouldn't say so either. Yeah, <laughs> no, they're definitely not neat V-shaped. They're uh, we try and get them as you know uh, what you want to call flat as possible mm -hmm. balanced yeah. yeah yeah no they're not v-shaped but you can eq them v-shaped mm -hmm. if you want to that's yeah. the nice thing about you know planar <laughs> yeah it is that is i mean that is you can pretty much shape it however you want and it's not going to distort much yeah um actually I, I had questions about the the tuning for you and I, and I believe i asked you before but um I mean, given that, you know, you have such a you know trained ear for this kind of stuff, I mean, is, is this generally tuned by ear? Is, is that kind of how you, you know, go about, you know, getting uh, the sound to you know, be what you want it to be? Or do you it try depends. and follow a target? Uh, do I try and follow a target? No, I don't have a target. Okay. Uh, we do refer to our measurements quite a bit and that, you know, nothing leaves here without being within those tolerances. But uh, I think the tuning as far as planner goes, uh, you tune it with whatever your cavity is in the tension and the dampening, uh, et cetera, the ear pads. So I think the tuning depends on the size of the actual usable area of the transducer. Uh, Interesting. Film and the cavity in which it sits. So uh, as far as tuning goes, um, we try to improve what we see and hear but it's it's a little more difficult to then tune the headphone a certain way because mm -hmm. you're tuning it in my this is just my opinion you're tuning within the cavity and every other little variable within that driver I guess you could say so tuning it um, you know we spend a lot of times on the ear pads a lot of time with dampening a lot of time with the tensioning and that that I guess is what you could consider tuning so mm -hmm. the driver wants to do what it wants to do and it it, it performs pretty damn well so it really just becomes uh what i call chasing the dragon after that really just fiddling right. and, and taylor behind me is the master at fiddler here um, um oh we so, can't we can't see it we're still on the uh oh green chair. <laughs> i don't know if he's still creeping oh no he left no. <laughs> he's actually he's on the other side the now. No. yeah he <laughs> he's just behind your back on the chair <laughs> hold on um but yeah it just takes I mean, I guess you could consider us like almost like just dudes who are really passionate about this that are DIYers that are really doing our best to try and make these things as solid as a rock so that, you know, 10, 20 years from now, you're still enjoying them. Um, and they sound as they are optimized before they leave this place. Right. I guess you could say. So, um, but as far as tuning goes, um, I've tuned other headphones and I've tuned them via DSPs and whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, so there is a certain sound that I gravitate towards. And like I said earlier in the stream, I hope people gravitate towards. Um, I don't think I'm one of the guys that does not think there is a best. There's really just character mm -hmm. um, and then physical 
constraints. Um, so to me, I don't, uh, I don't really have a favorite headphone. I have headphones that I enjoy, um, but when you have the mentality of there is no best, uh, it kind of screws things up. <laughs> for sure. Um, for the, for the actual like transducer, is this something that you guys, um, you know, develop as well or yeah, do you, everything, yeah. wow, everything, okay. everything's done here. Uh, we do, I do import the things that make sense. Like some of the metal components I import, um, the headband materials, mm -hmm. but everything else is done here and, and was created in this building. Cool. Um, I mean, uh, you mentioned earlier about, you know, the various different stages of, you know, planar magnetic like film um, development and material development. Um, is, can you tell us anything about sort of like the, the actual diaphragm itself or the film or, or you it's know, really robust. It's really strong. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, it's very strong material. Uh, it was, uh, I can't really, uh, oh, let's see. I have to watch myself because uh, I don't want to talk too much, but sure. it's a very strong film and it can take a, a lot of pressure. And I think that's one thing that when I was sourcing the film that I wanted to make sure that it was not too thin um, because I think you can still get very, very good performance out of some thick film. Right. Depending on your magnetic array and, and, and how the circuit is actually uh, drawn. That was actually going to be my, my other question was there, there's always... I, I like to, you know, think that we in the digital media space, we focus on things that we can see, <clears throat> but there's so much more going on that we can't see, like, for example, you know, diaphragm tension and thickness and whatever else. Um, but what, as far as the stuff that, that is, you know, visible, like the magnetic arrays and stuff like that, um, what can you tell us about, you know, the, the magnetic array um, makeup, if, if you can at all? Um, yeah, I don't want to <laughs> put you on the spot. Uh, they're <clears throat> N2 magnets. They're, they're really strong. Um, it, here's the thing with with kind of my mentality now is kind of almost stupid simple um you can kind of see it in the design of the actual headphone itself a lot of things are under the hood but it's it, it to me it's a very classy elegant kind of mechanically sound design for the headphone and it, the same goes for the driver so the driver um it's a robust driver i guess you could say the the materials that I use inside and the magnetic array. The magnetic uh, the magnetic array is a little weird. It's a five and six array. Okay. But for some reason, the configuration, uh, it, I like it. Um, yeah. Probably other transducer designers would would say that's weird. Why are you doing that? Because it just doesn't make a little bit of sense. Because one side has one one more magnet. Where I don't know something just it works. So I like to keep that way. I'm. I did not go and measure the actual magnetic flux underneath there, but um, I had room for another magnet. So we put another magnet in there. <laughs> well, it's funny. I mean, we, we see there's now like asymmetrical magnet designs as well, like with, you know, a lot of stuff coming in. So I think whatever, you know, if you're able to make it work, it's, uh, <laughs> that, as long as it's I mean, effective. it works and it can take a beating and it sounds great to me. Yeah. And these are uh, like the highest grade, like N52 neodymium, yeah. yeah, they're no joke. They're very strong. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, that sort of exhausts many of my uh, te <laughs> technical questions, but I did have questions about um, the the design of like the, the, the rest of it. Yeah. Um, so the the first like rad zero that I um, that came across my desk, <laughs> I think it was actually the graffiti one, one of the yeah. you know, very early yeah. ones. Yeah. So that 
it was probably heavier, right? It was it was heavier, but I was wondering what what was what were you able to do to reduce the weight? Because uh, this do? is very very comfy for anybody. Who's when, thank you. And that was you know I I I I'm kind of I guess I'm getting to be known for heavy headphones, which is fine. No, oh, but this um, one these are they're only around yeah they're they're much lighter than the they're still heavy. I mean you yeah. you know what the, the magnetics the magnets are really what weigh the most. But um, yeah. what did I do? I changed from stainless steel to aluminum on a lot of the metal components ah, okay. very quickly. So I bought a bunch of stainless steel and I was like this is really heavy and. It's a little too heavy, so that's you know took the hit. Uh, kind of scrapped my stainless steel stuff and had to get aluminum. Um, I was worried at first aluminum would be too soft, and but it, it ended up uh, actually working out great. Yeah. Very, so yeah. Switch from stainless steel, and this was around, I think this was the first twenty units. Uh, yeah. I made the switch. I don't so remember I, what what number it was that the graffiti one was but it was one of the very early ones i think yeah um, it's i think it's like 20 uh, i could tell yeah. you right now if you want. <laughs> <laughs> it's not necessary <laughs> okay um yeah that one's really i mean that that one will forever be kind of one that i like the look of and people always refer to i think thanks to you oh you know what's funny <laughs> oh, is the the graffiti i listened to it at can jam i want to say in socal in, yep and then, and then it's funny because then it came back uh, to uh, appear, and then my buddy bought it. So I actually I see it every every other week. <laughs> Amazing. Wait, did, was that Ian? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. Tom, I said thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's uh, yeah. So it's one of his his favorites. So um, it's just funny because I've I've literally listened to that specific headphone that you're talking about resolving it multiple times. It's like a first yeah. the first razor I ever once saw, and and then. I mean, there's a fun experience because it's uh, my first can jam. I walked into the the room and I was like, "What headphones are these? I've never seen these in my life. Like, what are they? like?" I'm gonna flag down a person. They're like, "Oh, that's just that's just frozen audio. You don't know about that." And walked away. And I was like, "No, I, what?" <laughs> and I remember like furiously trying to like figure out how it was spelled. Like, what is this? Like, it's <laughs> rad, dude. <laughs> that's rad. <laughs> like, well, because he didn't even say it was Rad Zero. He just says Rosin Audio. He just says a Rosin Audio headphone. And I was like, okay, what's, what's so, that mean? <laughs> so the idea with all the colors worked. Yeah, it, it was fantastic. I mean, it definitely caught my eye right away. I was like, oh, I'm going over there. <laughs> <laughs> so back to my point, I, I'm doing my best to not spend a lot of money on marketing and advertising. And so that was one of the reasons why also to go with such a kind of vibrant uh, platform for the rings right i think they're fantastic i'm a big fan thanks i think some of them are amazing some of them i don't like and they just end up in a bin but um yeah i'm pretty proud with the i mean pretty proud with the collection it's very it's awesome. interesting very, very cool gotten a lot and since graffiti uh gotten a lot better at finishing these things meaning uh i, I regret to i won't say it to uh, all I know is I've gotten a lot better at the finishing process, and it's it's mm-hmm. it it's quite a difference. It's amazing. Like in terms of like time it takes and like time it takes, just yeah. the the techniques. I mean, it, there's an art form into that by itself. Um, yeah, fair enough. It's it's pretty amazing what you learn over the past few years. See, I love that too. And I never thought I'd be until I, I didn't think I'd see myself sitting in front of a sanding machine or polishing machine, polishing you know, doing arts and crafts all day. That's pretty <laughs> awesome. 
See, I love the art of that, though. I think that's fantastic, too, the art of a thing, right? Like, that's, I think yeah. that's, that's important. And to your, back to the question about uh, the custom thing, I think, you know, there's a transfer of somebody's, you know, soul, I guess, into products that they make by hand. And, mm-hmm. and so that's why there's only three dudes here, and they're, they're people I trust very much and that have good souls, and I know transfer good energy into whatever they put their hands on. So mm-hmm. if you're one of our customers, I hope you're feeling it. I think so. Like it. Um, we uh, should probably get into some of the questions from the from the chat. So uh, anybody who's watching, if you guys want to leave your questions, make sure there's a question mark, and that way we'll be able to identify them more easily. There was a couple of good ones in there. Yeah, there, there were some. I I want to um, start off uh, yeah, by by uh, asking. Um, well. In part, I wanted to ask about you know what what's next for for you know Ross and Audio. I mean, you guys, uh, you guys have been doing this now for like you know a better part of a year. What is that right? It's been a minute. Yeah, yeah. I I have some transducer designs I'd love to work on. Uh, we have can't talk too much about it, but we have an amazing uh, collaboration going about to drop with uh, Rupert Neve guys over there. It's very so cool. Very excited about that. Uh, I just uh, finished this Mont Blanc headphone Ooh. that came out earlier oh, yeah. this year. I did see that a photo of that one a while ago. Yeah, um, wow, which is beautiful, cool beautiful, um, luxurious, just elegant, beautiful headphone. Uh, it's got all the bells and whistles, noise canceling. Cool. You know, you know. So you did you did the design for that one as well? And- I focused. Uh, I assisted uh, industrial designs. A whole other topic. Um, <laughs> I assisted with the physical constraints as far as the cavity for the headphone, uh, the speaker selection, or and I did the tuning. So basically, gotcha. how it sounds. Right um, on. I just provided whatever value I could to their team, and it was one of the best experiences I've had uh, helping a company out. Cool. The company, it's the, that company is amazing, Very and their cool. people are amazing. So that's and the name is the Shin Shinno. That is Montblanc. Mont Blanc. Yeah. Mont Blanc. I think they just launched these in uh, their top select Verizon stores. Cool. They're, they're not cheap. Um, and they're not cheap. Uh, they're pretty elegant. I, they've become one of my favorite wireless headphones. Uh, in case you're wondering, I'm a Sony wireless fan. <laughs> uh, real quick, there's a couple of random questions um, that were popped in. Um, other materials for the headphone ring, I think that's, you've already showcased that you're doing multiple different materials. So I think that's. A- we have some, uh, we have some metal prototypes that we're working on and also all wood. And some of these all wood ones are really, really gorgeous. Yeah. It's amazing wood, right? Like wood, like even with, even like, like this, depending on how you polish it and how you get it, you can get such a different. And uh, if you go like matte versus polish versus, you know, it's amazing the different things you can pull out of wood or any material, really, depending on how you, even metal, like depending on how you brush it or how you, it's so, I think that's the the big thing about these, or in general, right, is the art of pulling that piece into one final art form of what it looks like, right, and how that kind of comes together. I've always found that fantastic and like, and just a joy to look at. (laughs) Even going to select the lumber, I mean, that's half half of it is having good uh, lumber sources and uh, going to hand picks lumber is uh, pretty special because you can see what's going to happen uh, even when it's uncut so even to that point trying to go select the stuff and 
and yeah, to your point about finishing metal, I mean, I learned about metal finishing uh, at the working with Shinola. I mean, they make okay. beautiful watches. They had they had the best metal vendors in the world. I mean, just monster houses. You can imagine the guy. You know, he started Fossil Watches. He mm-hmm. knows where to get metal, beautiful <laughs> metal components from. And some of the products we made, you know, like the headphone line that we made with them, gorgeous. I mean, really elegant and luxurious uh, materials. Um, and how to, you know, PVD or polish some of those metals is insane. Some of the cap- capabilities the they have. too, right? Insane. Yeah. Yeah. And quality um, control. I see a, 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 there's a whole bunch of questions here, but yeah. uh, what I see is, uh, are there different pad options for the Red Zero? Or is, I mean, is this something that you would look into potentially in the future? I do have some different pad options. Um, and you can email support at rossin.audio and ask us and we'll tell you what they are. We don't, we don't put them on the site, but I do have, I mean, I've, we've gone through a lot of prototype pads and we do have some options. So we're small enough that if you email us and ask us for something, we can probably help out. I, I got to say the, the pads that are on this are some of the most like cushiony. I, is it memory foam in there or what's the it is memory foam? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I mean that, that I, I, I'm like a broken record with my, with the guys who make my pads, I'm just like, just make it like a pillow, you know, yeah. the most comfy <laughs> pillow on your face you can think of. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> but within this confinement. Yeah. Um, I but see. yeah, we can do perforated pads. We can do all other pads. We can, you know, we can do different colored pads, whatever you want. Right. Oh, different colored pads. That's interesting. You can have like a specific, you know, like design purple? for the... <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, see, <laughs> I see a question here. Uh, any new developments in diaphragm size, magnet size, and strength like N95s? Uh, I haven't got my hands on any, but uh, as far as circuit design, yes, and layout design, yes. Um, it's just, um, I guess what I'm trying to do is is do this, kind of cement this red zero in place and make it a kind of like the staple uh, for the company. And from that, as I can, because um, I pretty much put my life savings into this, uh, I'll be able to do some more product development. But uh, as I mentioned, I'm not really doing any advertising. So the people that I do attract, it's it's not a big crowd. Um, so, and I'm trying, I guess what you could say is I'm trying to stay small, if you will. I'm mm-hmm. not trying to blow this out. I'm not trying to get big. I'm not trying to get investments. I'm not trying to get, you know, VC money or anything like that. So it all depends on on the health and the growth of the company, uh, what happens next. But I do think um, I can. We can even improve the driver that we're working on now. So it's a constant. And this is with any, or this should be with any company. It's constant improvement, mm-hmm. constant, no matter what. I mean, even every headphone we build, it's we're looking for ways to improve it. Yeah, um, I, I like. I mean. There's an element of keeping it as a passion project and that, you know, um, a little bit as well. So it doesn't, yeah, you know, there's not, I don't have this business uh, yeah. focused. I'm focused on selling this thing. It's just like, dude, I, this is what I do now and I'm trying to do the best I can. And I've yeah. got some great people working with me who believe the same thing. Having and so fun if doing can, it. If we can keep, we, we have fun. Yeah, we do. We have fun. <laughs> I can imagine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It is fun because really, 
I don't know. I guess that's that was my thing. I had just come out of you know a couple big corporate endeavors, and I I wanted to try something else. I guess you could say the opposite, yeah. where it's uh, it's uh, minimal opinions and a lot of progress and productivity and creativity and like I said, trying to have a more personal relationship with some of the clients. That's awesome, man. That's uh, it's an. It, 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 it's inspiring. It makes me want to build headphones. <laughs> well, come on down. What? Yeah, one day. Well, actually, it'd be fascinating to take a look at, you know. You, you guys are welcome anytime, uh, as long as you wear a mask and wash your hands. And- yes. <laughs> well, my wife's from down there, so maybe that will happen. <laughs> you should. Oh, I don't even right. know if we can get over the border right now. <laughs> well, well for me at least, but Tyler can. <laughs> Maybe, uh, maybe Andrew and Taryn could <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> go on assignment. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, I'd love to. It'd be awesome. And if they're listening, hey, guys, hope you're well. Congrats again, Andrew, on the baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, I, he was in the chat earlier. I think he's, I think he's watching. Um, I, I see some more questions from the chat that um, are pretty interesting ones. Uh, is the Rad Zero sealed front volume? Uh, does this mean putting uh, perforated pads on would break that seal? So meaning like sealed front volume, like here? No, no. Okay. Uh, uh, and let us see. It's a, it's almost unmeasurable what the pads do, but it's just a preference really. Uh, I, I think we get a tiny, tiny bit more low end uh, with the, without perforations, but mm-hmm. it really then, then you're chasing the dragon with once you go into that realm where it's like, okay. Yeah. Um, but does it, uh, I would say it takes less than a quarter of a dB uh, of low uh, sub frequencies. Right. Right. Um, here's, here's another one. Uh, are there any plans for a close back rad zero at some point? Or is this something you'd consider? Yeah. I plan to, to actually uh, make them convertible. My, Oh, cool. Initially, initially, my goal was to make the whole headphone modular. So like when we do come up with a new driver, if you wanted to swap them out, you can swap them out. My, I love modular stuff. I love customer upgrade paths where they can do it themselves or it's easier. It's not just like, oh, you got to buy a whole new one. That's my dream. Uh, we'll see if we can actually make it happen. But as far as uh, closing these, yes, it's on the radar. And yes, uh, I do plan to be able to, you won't have to just buy a new one. I'm hoping that... Uh, a, the actual material can withstand screwing and unscrewing multiple times the, mm-hmm. the grills, um, or B, we figure out another way to attach them, but I, I hope to sell cups, not, oh. you know what I'm saying? Very cool. Um, so, yes, I'm hoping within six months we'll have something we wow. can show customers. I'm really looking it's, forward to it's that. It's really <laughs> not easy. It's not, it's not easy to do. What yeah? What are some of the the challenges for all the resonance in the yeah within that cavity? You got to actually dampen it really well and and find find somewhere where you can tolerate really. Do you find that there's a there are trade offs with you know dampening and you know you might get it might help with getting the tuning to be where you want it to be, but then maybe there's like you know technical trade offs in in other areas. Yeah, and I mean, first, I mean, we sent out a we sent out a unit to SBAF and. They opened it up, ripped it up, and, oh. and literally ripped out the damping. They're like, "It sounds better this way." I was like, "All right." <laughs> it sounds. It definitely. I mean, it's sure. It, if whatever your definition of better is, right? So, right. It doesn't sound better to me if I have to sit there for two hours listening to them because I'll get a little fatigued. But pe- right. some people like really, really bright treble, and um, 
for me, I like a warm headphone. I, I mean, I understand it and appreciate yeah. treble, but I'd also like to not be fatigued. So I, that's really the, the way we try and ride is like, sure, you put on a, a electro set or another really, really high end of headphone and you're going to hear a lot of sibilance and whatnot. Um, and mm -hmm. we don't try and we kind of, uh, with our dampening, we kind of subdue it a tiny bit. So our driver is capable of hitting those frequencies just fine. It's that we actually kind of filter them out a little bit because of my personal opinion that I want to be able to sit there for a long time and not get fatigued. Right. Um, so uh, I'm not saying to do this, but, uh, and if you do, you might void your warranty, but <laughs> if you were to open up the dampening on, on your reds, uh, you would hear a lot more high end. Right. And that's between the driver and the, and the grill. That's just uh, the, I guess you could call uh, it's the paper that we actually yeah. uh, glue on both sides of the driver. Okay. So you don't have to open the driver. Um, so the, yeah. yeah, that's the only dampening that we do. It's just a filter. Right. Right. Very cool. Um, I, yeah, that's not something that I would consider doing for a you know, <laughs> high-end headphone like this. It always scares me, you know. <laughs> well, if you are Physical interested in, in one of our headphones or your potential customer or buyer, like, and we do a custom one, we actually ask you what type of a tuning you want. Mm -hmm. oh, oh, see, that's very cool. That's something yeah. that... Yeah, yeah. The, when you go into it, I was looking through that, and it's, yeah, it's really cool. So, um, yeah. And it's something we can control. And it, it, some of these things are very subtle, but to somebody who's spending this kind of money on a headphone, they probably understand those subtleties. Yeah. Test Tech keeps asking over and over again. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I see that. Yeah. Tesla level of the driver. Uh, I'm not, this is out of my realm, so I'll let you ask. <laughs> I think that's from the, like, um, if you check out some of the like, Bayer Dynamics marketing material, they refer to like the magnetic uh, force as Tesla levels. Yeah. Yeah. No, so, I don't have that number. Sorry. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it, it, you, uh, you need certain devices to actually measure that. Yeah. I just don't have it here. Yeah. It, yeah they but, slam. They slam. I'll tell you that much. But, it's fantastic. But Absolutely. It, so, well, that's the thing is like N52 yeah. magnets, those are really powerful magnets. Yeah. So, like, they're, I don't know if there's any anything else that uses N52s. I saw N50 for some, like, Neodymium N50 was around in some of the Odyssey stuff, I think. But yeah. No, I mean, N52 is like high grade <laughs> neodymium. It's say. really difficult to pull them apart. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and, and I will say, not compared to the 1990, but I know from the focal clear, I believe from my recollection, these slam harder than the clears. Um, but I don't have clears, so I can't really definitely, but from recollection, I do think they, they definitely, They definitely slam. They Big question of people without distortion, like what what slam what? even is, right? Yeah, <laughs> they, 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 they pound, bro. They just pound. They just pound. Yeah, yeah. Um, they smoothly pound. They, they, smoothly they certainly pound. have really good bass extension too. So. It's, it's, yeah, they smoothly pound. It's just it's it's great. <laughs> Gentle push. Gentle pushes. Of well, slam. Uh, I just want to say thanks to anybody who's tuned in. Uh, Thanks for being interested and thanks for the support if you are actually supporting. Yeah. It's, yeah, these yeah. are fantastic. I, actually there's a I've been sharing a couple of pictures with a bunch of people um on different different realms too, like not necessarily audio file types, but um but they do appreciate music and I was sharing pictures and they're like, Okay, now I'm saving up for some rad zeros. These are fantastic <laughs> and I love them. So uh it's it's amazing oh, how much um people are really it's funny the uh the the keyboard. So I'm in a bunch of different keyboard. I made my first keyboard recently, which I was pretty, amazing. 
I was pretty stoked. <laughs> yeah. You did it? Yeah, I, well, I did the soldering what? and, and the, the whole, like, the Alex you Soto soldered thing. soldered it. Yeah. Damn. So you went the, in. Uh, I went in hard. Yeah, I, I, and it, I even did the whole switchy, the, pull the switches apart and lube all the different internal parts wow. and put the film. Not the, I, I have I a lot more respect for those people it's that do that. <laughs> it's, it's a whole world right there. I mean, yeah, it is a, amazing. It's a whole other beast. But uh, it's a, it's uh fantastic there's there's actually a, quite a big following of of rad zeros and i think uh, alex otos is a big part of that too because he wears them all the time and, and it showcased that and they're way big like the, if you look at all the custom spaces right so it's kind of like that right the making the space yours um kind of going back into like making the headphones yours or making the, the things yours um they they do a lot of acrylic uh keycaps to the wrist rests and so that could you could really especially with these like it, it just ties so well together into like making the space yours and like you could really do some really cool things um, i've been reaching out to some of those guys to do like the, the you know the miniatures inside the keyboard i think it'd be I, awesome i'm just like let's collab and we'll see what happens so if anybody <laughs> or alex if you're listening tell me who to collab with i want to make like a little world in the ring I, I might have Very somebody cool. I might ping you with that's uh, up and coming, so maybe I'll do that. Awesome. And actually, her 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 husband is a uh, uh, he's an up and he's trying to get into the music stuff too. He's learning how to mix and stuff on his iPad and awesome. laptops, and he's he's young young couple getting into it. So pretty cool. I, I, I'm just um, seeing some more questions in the chat here. Has has Rawson been to Burning Man and taken it? No, <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> I, I, I can tell you, I've I've gone to a lot of festivals. That is one that I haven't. Um, but my friends uh, have from day one. I used to have to get the generators ready that actually would go out there. Um, that's a whole other long story. But I have a lot of Burning Man friends. I just nope have not made it out there. I don't know if I will. Um, uh, yeah, now, uh, there's a point in your life where all of a sudden it just, it's not really a, <laughs> like for me, I, I have, have a kids. daughter now. I have a kid. I'm, yes. <laughs> I don't have kids. I just, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I just all that dust. You know what I mean? Like, uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. Oh, is that a, I took the, my new puppy to the dog park randomly and I live in obviously Pacific Northwest and it was just mud everywhere. And I had this weird, like, usually I don't care. But also, I was just, I had this weird moment where I was like, this is gross and muddy <laughs> and disgusting. And I had this very, like, acute, like, ugh. Like, You're describing around. Vancouver for like four months of the year at least. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much <laughs> Seattle, too. But, I'm yeah. sure I'd have a life changing experience, though. You yeah, know what I mean? I'm, and I'm, yeah. And I, I have so many of my friends are, they are, go there religiously, you know? Mm. So I don't know if I'll make the Mecca, but uh, I've gone to my fair share of desert parties. So yeah, fair enough. Um, seeing some more more questions coming in here. Uh, what are your thoughts on on the Rad Zero sound signature differences uh, compared to Odyssey? Some of the traditional Odyssey ones. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> Sorry, Elric. Yes, gross. I think they all sound amazing. <laughs> They're amazing, all of them, literally. Yes uh the what are the differences well i think he's looking for tuning differences like uh, if there's anything hmm. that uh that would have been done like i don't know i mean uh well tuning I, I, difference uh look the size of the driver is different the the circuit is designed differently um they got different impedances the mm -hmm. the cavity is it's a whole different product so it's hard for me to say like uh, it's a planner it sounds like a planner right I so can, yeah it, I think... it's so subtle when it comes to that stuff um mm -hmm. 
I don't know how to answer that. Uh, I try not to compare them to Odyssey's. Really, I can give a little bit of an answer. Yeah, because I've just recently I'm, been evaluating. I'm the wrong person to ask about that because <laughs> yeah, I'm just the wrong person to ask. Yeah, there's there's a little bit of similarity in the sense of uh, you know it has they both have kind of like a relaxed upper mid range and it's it retains a little bit of the warmth. Um, uh, well, at least at least this one um and uh but yeah i it to me it's not as subdued in the upper mids as uh as like the lcd2 for example and the lcd x but the thing with a lot of the odysseys that i've noticed is that over time they've had multiple versions as well so you know i can't really comment on you know stuff that <laughs> i haven't heard so i don't know if it's fair to say you know across the board so uh, that's just been my experience um, that these these ones are very very uh, let's, I, I like to use the term balanced sounding yes non fatiguing and balanced that's kind of how I would that I would say that as well yeah. and that's kind of what the goal is for me yeah definitely um, and I look I like I said I think all of the Odyssey headphones sound amazing and the the you know like I said Doctor C is one of the best in the world so yeah, yeah. it should sound amazing and yeah wouldn't be here without him to be honest. Um, it's amazing. I, I see a whole bunch of questions here asking if there's any plans for a Rossan audio headphone around a thousand dollars. I'm I'm doing my best. <laughs> I am. Uh, to be honest, once once I can find the right material and then uh, do a mass run of rings, yeah, that's yeah. Uh, I'll get it as low as I can. Mm -hmm. um, but not, like I said, at the at the quantities that I buy stuff at, it nothing is cheap, mm -hmm. right? Fair enough. You have, to have a, you have to have a lot of cash to actually bring down that that cost. Yeah, the um, quality, the art, the, the yeah. time. Yeah, a thousand dollars is a lot for a headphone, so it mm -hmm. should be high quality. Um, I would not sell a plastic headphone for a thousand dollars. So, in due time, I hope. Yep. I hope before the end of next year, we have something around fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, that'd be very cool. Either that, or I figure out how to make these, you know, less expensive. But right now, it's. it's each one of these just costs quite a bit of money. Yeah. And time. A lot of time. <laughs> Lots of time. Yeah. Um, I have a just one question that I saw once earlier on, but I totally missed it. Uh, what's your take on EQ? I think you you touched on this earlier as well. Um, but for people who are like, um, you know, uh, using like equalizer APO and stuff like that. I, I know Tyler's not as big a fan of EQ, but uh, what's your what's your take what's on that? What's my take so, on EQ? Uh, if you need to EQ, EQ. If if something's bothering you, yeah. EQ it. You yeah. know, if you want something more, EQ it. I, I've I've messed around with APO and I think it's amazing. Um, I don't, but I don't think about EQ too much, right? Mm -hmm. So I know what I'm putting in my head and I know what I'm listening to. I know what to expect. Um, I think it's the same as like just room correction, right? Either you're into that or you're not. Mm -hmm. Some room correction sounds really good. Some of it sounds like crap and yeah. it's just not not pleasurable to me. So. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I can share some EQ settings with everybody. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, if that's what you're looking for, if you want to see my like a curve that I like, I'm, that'd be fantastic. I think. I mean, we could share it to the forum but, later but, too, so you can people can. Yeah, we could do something. Like that. Sure. Um, maybe I have a headphone that we can use as a baseline or something. I don't know. Not many people have these, so uh, yeah, fair enough. not that. But uh, maybe <laughs> I'll, let, let's talk about it. Maybe sure. we can no, do something fine, where yeah. I, I'd love to see yeah. other people's EQ EQ curves. I mean, that's the that's a personal aspect of it. Mm -hmm. Again, I do, I try not to turn on EQs um, unless you're mixing something or or something's not something's standing out and you want to fix it. 
right because you would have done been involved with that in like the mixing and mastering world as well right yeah so yeah um and nothing against eqs though right right um but in other ways of you know changing sound signatures slightly um we've asked you this before but just for everybody who's who's watching in, in the chat uh favorite source pairings for the rad zero uh, right now, it has to be that uh, the Fidelis, the Rupert Neve yeah. uh, deck. There's something intriguing about it. It keeps me listening. Uh, I heard it at a show, and I just couldn't really get up from the table. And this was at a show, and I'm, you know, yeah, uh, mm -hmm. it's not the best place to listen. But I was like, whoa, there's something here. Um, other than that, uh, chord is amazing. Uh, I like, of course, head amp is amazing. Their uh, Gilmore MK2 is a really powerful little. Uh, kind of affordable amp. What else do we listen to? Uh, Dark Star, Ray Samuels, Dark Star. I have one of those. Um, I love Malvalve out of Germany. Um, what else do we listen to, guys? Do, do you have a preference for tube versus solid state? Uh, mm, for, for critical listening, solid state, mm -hmm. of course. Uh, if I want to have enjoyable listening, and depending on the actual genre, right. tubes. I love tubes. I love solid state. Fair enough. I, yeah. I really, <laughs> tubes. It sounds good. It sounds good. If, yes. it, if it's a good tune, then it's a good tune. Yeah. So I, I'm not a snob when it comes to this stuff, but I, you know, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not a stop. I'm, I love music and it's really, that's why there's no best for me. Right. And lately it's been hard to actually desire, you know, like a desire, but something really intrigued me about that uh, Rupert Neve thing. And that's kind of why we're doing this collaboration because i um, been trying to work with those guys for years now. And, you know, we had stuff in the works. So at Shinola, uh, I made a modular phono preamp carriage for the turntable that we made. Um, they were actually going to put a, a phono pre, you know, sell a separate modular phono pre that went into there. Um, so it finally felt like the right time to actually hit them up and say, Hey, I think, I mean, even Josh, the guy who, mm -hmm. who runs it, he agrees with the pairing. It's a, it's amazing pairing for some reason. Cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't get a chance to try this with the Fidelis, but uh, I definitely heard the Fidelis and was very impressed. It's a remarkable unit. So it's interesting. Cause it, I mean, it might be kind of going back to your point of like how music and all the, the studio world ties this together, but I think there is something about that does the design on that amp that is similar to what I'm trying to do, I guess you could say, which mm. is kind of have a balanced, non-fatiguing right. sound. And to me, that's what that does for me. Um, it's a bit expensive. What do I plug in? Well, I'm plugged into a Crimson, uh, SPL Crimson right now. Uh, mm. And that usually is kind of my deck on my desktop, uh, but there's a few desktops around here. So <laughs> each enough. one of them has pretty nice setup. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, the Ray Samuels Dark Star is amazing. Um, I don't know if you've heard of that one. I've heard of it, I've heard of it but I haven't older, heard it. Older amp, but uh, just amazing amp. Yeah. Um, but I also listen out of my phone to test stuff. So right. you have did, to be able to listen out of your phone. Did you have like a specific idea for like how, you know, significant or how like yeah easy or difficult it you know drivability was or was that something you were just like that's like an afterthought you know no i mean uh it's gotta you gotta be able to plug it into a phone and, and right it's, right yeah, i mean you're gonna hear the phone but it's gotta sound good yeah yeah okay fair enough uh cool uh so we've been going for you know about an hour and 
20 minutes now. Um, I think uh, we got time for maybe like uh, one or two more questions. Uh, Tyler, I'm going to throw it over to you. Do you have any questions for, uh, for Alex? <laughs> um, actually, uh, yeah, real quick, actually, because it's been, you mentioned it here. Uh, I was going to hit you on the side um, about it, but maybe uh, later if you could maybe grab or list out some of those tracks you mentioned and I'll post it to the forum for people to kind of uh, get some music discovery. Because, um, yeah, you shared some with me and I've, I've added them to my, my, my playlist. So, yeah, I'd love I, to grab that and post it if, if possible. And then are there are there actually people in the chat that like electronic music? I think oh, yeah. there's a I'd lot. Most yes. people. Oh, yeah. Most oh, people. Yeah. I, awesome. I'm a big All fan. Right. Well, Marcello's yeah. a huge fan. Uh, he, he was listening to he's been a big fan right now. He's listening to um why am i blanking on the name of it um it was uh he mentioned it earlier but it, it just came out it was really fantastic um why am i blanking i listen to a lot of bird sound effects too just FYI. I love bird sound effects yep it's you know, like um uh yoshi oh, horikawa yeah, he when he's wandering <laughs> with the birds like yeah. or like frogs frogs I yeah like King i like frogs. yeah i like natural soundscapes <laughs> It's, it's relaxing. I, I agree. I'm, I'm a big fan. Of, like oh, lately, a police scanner all the time too. <laughs> okay, Spider-Man. Am I saying too much, guys? No, <laughs> yeah, it gets a little weird here sometimes with just uh, with just these two dudes here. Gotta <laughs> go a little crazy sometimes because you can't really tell what time it is. There's, it's you know, maybe one day I'll give you a tour of the facility. It's actually kind of cool yeah i love it right now i've got it it's a bit of a mess because i'm actually preparing uh preparing for a show so i'll be playing some music uh next month on some big stream oh very with, cool with the uh with wes borland who is the guitar player from wow. of all things limp biscuit oh, yeah crazy. <laughs> he's amazing he's one of the most talented dudes i've ever met uh, I, we did a four-hour uh extended set at Moogfest a, f- a few years ago where it's just him and i we had to play for four hours that's pretty really awesome amazing. <laughs> moog fest is that like yeah the... moog fest yeah. yep <laughs> cool <laughs> so we're doing a shortened version of that which That'd is exciting cool. it's good because it kind of puts your brain up yeah okay i gotta prepare for that now so it's interesting anywho i will share a playlist that i made for an interview i just did for a company called perfect circuit who's one of our dealers awesome um <clears throat> yeah i have that and i'll share that right away perfect and can you add that slide guitar in there uh, uh um yes absolutely artist? i would love that and then um oh knee deep he's awesome he Mogfest is dope he was there <laughs> he's one of the keyboard guys i chat with um oh awesome and then marcello uh said faithless new album is all blessed it, I listened real briefly to it, and yeah, "Faithless," "All Blessed" is the album, and it was it's oh. a it's a it, it's a fun listen. I will say that it's definitely fun. Okay. Um, oh yeah, man. I got we got lots of music to share. If you guys are interested, <laughs> so it's all about. There's always people looking for yeah. more you know tracks to <laughs> listen to their I mean, headphones. Of. It all depends on how wacky you want to get. I guess you could say. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm I, I I I love the eclectic stuff. Yeah. So. Tyler's the most eclectic. I think. Well, that's. I, I was gonna say is I think most of the people in the chat are probably into electronic music or you know music genres that, like I think I'm the outlier. <laughs> if anything. Oh, I was gonna say like maybe you know I know we were potentially gonna give away a unit, but maybe we can like give away a discount code or something. I don't know because there are people still watching this. Yeah, there's like. There's a bunch. <laughs> if there, if anybody's interested, uh, actually, we have 83 seriously. watching right now. But I think Whoa. the peak was a little bit higher than that. Yeah. Oh, must have bored them. Um, 
what I was going to get at is if anybody's if anybody's actually interested in our products and wants wants to buy one or was thinking about it, uh, let Tyler know and he'll give you a discount code. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> do, do I just do first come first serve? Is that what's, what's happening? That's the code. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All caps. <laughs> you see, people are going to watch this later on and be like, "Hey, Tyler." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no, the, the inbox is just like will expire. <laughs> yeah, um, will expire. Okay. Yeah, let's uh, it expires uh, next Tuesday. So awesome. Perfect. Cool. Um, that is the code. And if you are really interested, uh, thanks. And you heard the code, so. <laughs> um, so also I'll be post I'll post it um, I'll post it to the forum I'll create a uh, actually what I'll do is I'll post it right below on the headphone forum so forum.headphone if you go to the main one there's a headphone show and then in that is the headphone show where we post all these and right below this one that we posted I'll post the the, the associated playlist from, from Alex awesome so I'll just be right there so it's pinned and everyone can just see it I hope this wasn't boring. No, it's no, fantastic. This, this is super this fun. Is exactly what we <laughs> are hoping for. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I appreciate it. I appreciate you guys asking me and all the support. Dude, you rock. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Thanks for coming on, stuff. man. Yeah. Of course. Thanks for, thanks for joining Anytime. us. Anytime. And I'll crash any of these. You know, if you have Alex on again, I'm happy to just surprise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Check out was... my arts and crafts. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, like like we've been saying, I hopefully in the future when the world gets a little bit more normal, if it gets a bit more normal, we can you know, go down there and pay you a visit, check out yeah, some of the stuff. Can Jam, once Can Jam is back, you guys yeah. gotta come back and then Most we'll definitely. cruise to the studio too. You guys be wicked. come check out the studio. Yeah, that'd be freaking awesome. Yeah, and once again, thanks for re uh, reviewing them early on, Andrew. I appreciate it. My pleasure, man. Your reviews are pretty <laughs> pretty honest, and I actually appreciate them. Cheers, man. Cheers. My pleasure. Um, already, and with that, we should probably uh, end the stream. Um, so once again, thanks to everybody for tuning in. Thanks to all of your questions, and thanks to uh, Alex Rossen and all of uh, all the folks over at uh, Rossen Audio. There Thank we are. Awesome. We're all here. Team Rossen, rocking out. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys very much. Alrighty. All right. So uh, just go ahead and turn off. The